A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Jim. How are you doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Very happy to be part of the Dickey Broadcasting family here, which is rocking. It's rocking on here with the Neil Bortz, the talk master, has joined the lineup, and the Kim Peterson, the Kimmers, joined the lineup. we got Tug, Rhino, Carlos, and Flounder every Monday through Friday, 6 to 9, with the morning extra, giving people the straight story and what's really going on in the world, Dan. That's right. We don't get a lot of that, Jim. There's a, lot, a lot of that gets pushed under the rug, doesn't it? A- absolutely. What's going on with all Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors, Dan? Anything is well, anything exciting? Well, we're getting busy right now. It took a little bit, but uh, it was maybe a little bit slow at the be- beginning of the year, but it's getting busy right now. I think finally with the, a little better weather, people are looking at their homes and deciding they need to do a little something around the house, and that mm-hmm. yet usually happens. Right. In, in March, and we get really busy for the next six months. Great, great. Well, we appreciate it, folks. Uh, you may not know, the All Four Seasons Home Show is brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors, who makes it possible to bring all these great companies in every week. And we want to remind you that the companies are not in, they're not paid in any way, shape, or form to be here. They come in on their own from their own free time, uh, you know, they're busy and they come in here and they try to help us and give good consumer, help you make a good consumer decision, uh, save money and not get ripped off with some of these bad companies that happen to be around. So we really appreciate them being here. And uh, so uh, this week is no exception. We got a, we got a fantastic company and uh, you know, uh, it, it, the time of the year it's, is, is probably here in the South. It's never, it's always a good time of the year to have a company like this, but uh, we've looked far and wide for a, a, a great pest control company, and, and I tell you, we got one. We are w- proud to welcome here to the All Four Seasons Home Show, Mr. Court Parker, CEO of Bug Busters, and Natalie Wolf, Marketing Director. Folks, welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show. How are you today? We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Well, it's good to have both of you here. And, you know, um, Court, I wanted to ask you a question. How about a short bio on yourself and uh, a little bit about yourself and how you got into this industry and the genesis of Bug Busters? Wow. So, you know, we've been in business since 1984, uh, locally here uh, in the Metroplex. And uh, 1984 started out actually in the basement of our house. Uh, my father uh, started business October 1st, 1984. My bedroom just so happened to be right next to that office and kind of grew up in the business, but never was in the business. Mm -hmm. Uh, My father was great to allow me to go off and do what I wanted to do. And all of a sudden, you know, about 23 years ago or so, I uh, sitting around and it was about the same time of year. And this is when termites start swarming. And my dad was like, hey, you know, I could use a little bit of help, you know, no pressure. And I jumped in a truck and started out at the ground level doing termite treatments for our company. And 23 years later, I'm still here and uh, 
I love what I do every single day. This is a great family-run business, and we've been uh, able to grow with other families within our company. And we're no longer in the basement of the house. Uh, we have multiple locations through the southeast, and it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. You know, Dan, what a common thread that you and I find with these businesses every week, the, the successful, honest businesses, is no matter how many, how many years they've been around, they've been able to maintain their passion for what they do. And I think that's a big part of their success. What do you think? Well, I think it's passion. The other thing I believe is consistency. I think people, if they think about their own lives and everything that happens at certain times in their life, you know, people have big events that take place and, you know, maybe they switch jobs because of it or they have something go on in their life. And I think that's really the toughest thing about being a business owner. You, you have to keep going no matter what. And um, the people that can do it every day and do it the same way, the right way, the honest way are the people that have success over time. And, and folk and they have fun with it at the same time. Well, you listen, you you ha you have to have fun. It's your business, right? Yeah. But it's your baby. It's like right. it's it's literally like a child, and you know, it's just like everybody else with their kids. Well, how you want to raise that kid, and you always love them, and no matter how big they get, right, you still love them. You just you got some different people maybe doing some things that you used to do um, because you've just grown to that point. You can't do everything that you used to do. It's very much like a kid when, and, and it takes about that many years too to get to that point for most people. Well, you know, I wanted to ask you, Court, uh, with the, with the green movement, the last few years and the changes, changes in technology, uh, what qualific qualifications or training, et cetera, are required to do, to do pest control? You just, just not anybody can go in and do it, right? There has to be some education or training or technique would you expound on that for our audience yeah you're correct i mean you can't just jump in and go go to business on your own right away you've got to get into the industry work for a qualified company uh and learn the business because it's different every single day is different every single home is different every single you know commercial uh, establishment is different and so you get you you get in you get your license you have to you have to be approved uh, to take the test and you take a test and every single year you have to do CEU hours mm -hmm. uh, to maintain your license and then there's different levels of licenses we have uh, what we consider it to be a technician license uh, and then to be a owner and operator or a manager of a facility location which we call branches you have to have a, a DCO license which is just an, another higher step of licensing. But we continue to have training at our company. Training is every single Wednesday morning, seven o'clock. We have the same group of people to, at every single one of our branches to go through training because everything is evolving. Like you talked about green, you mm -hmm. know, green's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, and you would think, oh, pest control, they're not green, but we are green. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> I see that. Yeah, I mean, products have changed since back since 1984. A lot of products roll off. The EPA has done a great job of having some new products come on and, and eliminating products that we shouldn't be using anymore. Like Chloridane. Like Chloridane. Yeah. You know, some of the people that have had their homes treated with Chloridane in the 50s probably still don't have termites. But that's not <laughs> what we need, right? right we need right, to right. be utilizing certain products that are environmentally friendly and because we've got to leave this place better than, than it was handed to us. Absolutely. Natalie, your, your role there with Bug Busters, you're the marketing director. That's a big part of any business. Uh, tell us about uh, how you got involved with Bug Busters and uh, some of the things that you do to make this company successful. Yes. So um, I joined the company. So I actually applied to this company. Um, I was doing communications and advertising in a different vertical. And um, 
that job came to a close, and um, I was applying to anything I could. Uh, this was a little over two years ago, and I, I guess I clicked apply uh, for a company called Bugbusters. And one day I got a call, and it was our sales manager, and he was like, "Hi, my name is Rick. I'm with Bugbusters." And I remember listening to the voicemail, and I was thinking, "Bugbusters? I don't think I applied to, but I did." And he was like, could you meet um, our CEO for an interview? And I met Court at 8 a.m. at the corporate office, um, and we gelled really well. Um, and then I started a week or so later, um, and it worked out. But um, as I've been with the company, my role has grown. Um, I started out uh, mainly coordinating um, with the vendors we already had, and then it scaled. Um, I basically do anything, handle anything the brand touches. Um, uniforms, um, do things with the wrap, uh, handle all of our digital advertising, social media. We've managed to hire a um, videographer. He's a, our content creation specialist. Um, so we have a whole TikTok um, short form video, I guess, department um, that he helps with. So uh, yeah, um, I have the chance to be creative every day with my job and I really enjoy it. Well, are you responsible for that gigantic bug on top of the building? Because that is a great, great promotional item. You know, Have you seen it on 92 there? they got the giant spider on top of the building oh, you you know, it, as you leave Woodstock going to Ackworth. Well, you know, Jim, I'm, I'm just watching the road the whole time. I'm, you can't miss it. You cannot miss this. It, you know, I think everybody knows that bug. Yeah, it's all Court um, and his father, Neil. Yeah. Yeah, so we were at a trade show in Dallas, Texas, and uh, an industry-specific trade show. And we were just walking the trade show floor, looking at all the typical products and right. equipment, you know. Right. And we came across this guy that made sculptures and really cool little sculptures of bugs and stuff. And we're like, yeah, we'll pick up a couple of these, take them back to the office. We'll make the office look better, you know. Mm -hmm. A sculpture of a roach, a sculpture of a mouse, you know, little right. things that we flew yeah. out there. To, you, you don't know. see that every day. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, our office has lots of, I mean, we're bug busters. We drive right. bright yellow trucks. We have a 36 by 27 six foot spider on the top of one of our offices we're funny <laughs> you know you know we our image is not you know too serious yeah we're not you're not sterile we're not sterile yeah, and we're yeah. gonna try things yeah, yeah you know yeah, like yeah. but we found this uh gentleman who made these uh art they're awesome little pieces and he, we were like hey do you have anything bigger and the guy goes oh well, yes i do he goes, and he goes, and it wouldn't fit in inside here. They, and I was like, well, what is it? He's like, it's a giant spider. You could drive an 18-wheeler under it. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, and this is years ago now. I was much younger. And I said, he said, well, we've got it sold to a company here in, out in California, and, and they're going to take it back with them if they can get the payload. And I'm like, okay, okay. And, and then my father, you know, is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If so-and-so can't get it. Just, you know, bring it on over to Atlanta and we'll take it. So about two days later, I get a phone call. Hey, Court, I'm by Six Flags. Where's your office? I've been driving down Interstate 20 from Dallas to come bring you this spider. <laughs> and so we ended up with this giant spider by chance. And uh, we put it up on the roof, painted it yellow. We light it up, put stuff around it for holidays, different <laughs> things. And it's really become like a landmark. You yeah. ought to see this thing, it's Dan. Huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I've been all over the place, you know, traveling with family and stuff, right. and people are like, oh, you're the guy with the spider. I'm like, 
Yes, we are. And we want to continue to put more of them up. We have a small one at our office in Chattanooga as yeah, well. Great, great. All mm-hmm. right. Well, we're up against a break here already, but if you're just listening to us, we're here with Court and Natalie from Bug Busters, and they're going to be back with a lot of good tips and advice for you. So don't go away. We'll be back right after this break. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins, and I'm Jim Nearkus. And I want to remind you to please uh, download the Extra 106.3 FM app on your smartphone to stream us 24-7 anywhere, anytime, any place. Right, Dan? Yep, absolutely. If uh, you miss a show, you can always catch it. Uh, later on and if you're looking to do something around the house and you're looking for a company check in and see if we've had an expert on here that will help you make a better decision and usually it's somebody that you might want to call yourself to get out to your house absolutely yeah we of course we're on the air every week here in atlanta but we also put every show out on podcasts apple google and spotify so all year long, there's just a whole library of, of knowledge sitting out there if you want to just check it out, right? There is. Sometimes we've had multiple people in the same category as well, too, if you want to listen to a couple of them and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you get some different information from both of them. Now, you had some questions on some creepy crawlers, didn't you, Dan? Yeah, yeah, Court. I want to see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up some of these critters and bugs and you tell me a little bit about them and how you handle them. Um, the, the big one down here in the South and definitely in Georgia is termites, right? The big thing, everybody says you either got them or you will have them, right? I mean, that's- That's, that's 100%. That's yeah. basically how it goes. So tell me a little bit about termites. Yeah, so, I mean, this time of year, it is termite season. And we just had national, our National Pest Management Association has what's called Termite Awareness Week. And we just had that uh, about a couple of weeks back. And so termites are prevalent here in the South, probably more than anywhere else in the country. And it's a matter of time that you're going to have them. And so here in Georgia and the Southeast where we service, uh, we utilize different types of procedures and products, right? So we do do bait, a baiting system. Uh, which you will see on the outside of your home. You know, it's more of an environmentally friendly uh, way of taking care of the termites. And at times we do have to treat the traditional way where you'll see us having to drill the slab of your house or the outside foundation of your house, or we have to trench around the outside of your house and utilize a product. But traditionally, over the years, the products have gotten so much better and and they they have a, a lifespan and they're really tailored for the termite. So we call those non-repellents, right? 
these non-repellents allow the termites to come in to the product or even to the bait system, which is a non-repellent. They ingest that product and they take it back to their colony. And when they take it back to their colony, they share it through multiple ways of sharing and it eliminates the colony. And that's how we take care of termites. And we have been doing this since 1984. Well, listen, if you don't have your uh, your termite company, right, I mean, it's, it's time to get moving. It is, you know, our home is our palace, right? It's the most expensive thing that any of us are going to ever purchase. So let's protect that, right? It's protect that investment because, you know, some of us do move in, in and out of the community, you know, and you're going to need that coverage when you're going to sell your home as well. Was it obvious that termite, that, that you have termites or should a ter- annual termite inspection be done by bug busters to see if you do have termites? You should always have your home inspected annually. And when you join, you know, join on with bug busters, we have multiple different packages. And when we do that, we do come inside and outside of your home to inspect. We'll inspect your basement, your crawl space. And, and we'll let you know if you have a problem that we're going to treat that problem. If it's an area that we need to put in another baiting system, we'll put in another baiting system in that area. But yes, you should have a professional inspect your home. And it's, you know, it's not a massive amount of time. Years ago, it was every single quarter that somebody would be coming to your home. Now it's once a year. The products last so much longer, especially with the baiting system, that you're having year-round coverage with the baiting system because they're always active. Well, that's nice not to do it four times a year, right? I mean, yeah. that's uh, that's one of those things, right? With and people like to be home, probably, and I'm sure you don't necessarily have to have them home, or or do you? We'd like to get get there when they're home. You know, we need to see into their crawl space or their basement. Here in the South, we have a lot more basements than you do up north, right? And 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 in some of our markets, we have more crawl spaces, but they're also just slabs. And if it's a house that is on a slab. We can do the outside, but we would really prefer to come inside so we can check out those other things on a slab, such as your plumbing penetrations, because usually termites are going to come up in about four or five spots that we know after being in this business for so long. You're going to come up in your plumbing penetrations, which are cracks, right, from the foundation over a number of years. That's where it's going to crack, where the bathroom drains, your, your sinks, anywhere you have the plumbing. Also, if people have bay windows, bay windows always seem to be a problem, right? Because those bay windows, when they were first built, were about eight, you know, 18 inches above. But then we put in landscaping and then we put in mulch. And over years, we've continued to put more mulch, right? They're like a delicacy. Oh, it's a perfect spot. <laughs> the sun hits it. And then, unfortunately, we have, you know, our roof lines don't cover those bay windows. So we get a lot of rain here in Georgia, right? And so when that rain comes down, it comes straight over to that area. It just builds up underneath that area and it's a perfect spot and they're getting moisture they're getting their food content and they're happy so there and then garages garages are typically poured after the house foundations poured and unfortunately a lot of the form boards are left in those areas and they come up in those cracks and eat away the form boards over the years mm-hmm. so those are some of the key areas or you know if you do an addition and forget to get that addition treated as well it's another key area well, how about ants? Ah, oh, ants. Ants are going to be here forever, right? Well, well, Just like are, roaches, they're going to be here. But you, it seems as though they come at the same time every year. And, and you know, listen, even if you got something going on with a, a, a company like yours where you're, you're treating these things, sometimes they still they can they still, I still get end going. Up getting and them in my house out. too. Yeah. So it is what it is, right? You're like, oh my gosh, why can't I get rid of them? And my wife gets onto me too. Like, this is what you've been doing your whole <laughs> life. Why do we have ants yeah. in our house? 
But it is. It little tiny things can bring ants in. You know, say you just went to a big box store and you brought home some some stuff, and it has they brought ants with it. But majority of the time, is you got trees overhanging, or you have a a foundation issue going on with water building up. So again, there's water, and then they just and then it may be that there's too much water. Like right here in the spring, we get these crazy rains. They got to go somewhere. They're just like us. They got to get out of the rain, and so they're trying to get back into the house. You know, or it's so dry, which we've gone into that here too in the south, where we've had massive right. dry seasons, and they're they're they need water, and they can't survive. So they're going to find their way to find some water, and so those that's why. But with us, you know, a routine quarterly service, we're going to take care of that. And if they come in, in between those times, we're going to come back free of charge. So that's that's what's great about our system. You know, we're going to do your we're going to do your service four times a year. But if you have a problem in between those quarterly services, let us know. I mean, trust me, my wife calls too, you know, and she's like, hey, we got to get rid of these ants that just came in. And it happens. It is. And then once we get the product put in there, like I was saying, the products are great products now. They take the products back and eliminate the entire ant colony as well. So it's a good system. We seem yeah. to have a lot of fire ants, don't we? We see those red ants. That's true. I, some places are worse than others. My old home, man. I had a lot of them. My new home, don't see them much. Yeah, fire ants are a massive problem, especially with young kids, right, and, and seniors that, you know, they may be standing and walking in their yard and doing yard work, and the fire ants are a really big problem. Uh, we, you know, you hear the stories of, oh, just pour gasoline on them, right? Do it yourself. That's not going to work. That's only going <laughs> to split the colony, and you're going to end up with multiple colonies, right? So fire ants are a problem here in the South, and we utilize different products where they are able to ingest the product and, and take it back and, and reduce the colony. And it's not a lot of product that goes out, uh, but we'll treat the entire yard plus each mound. And once we get that out a couple times a year, it works. And it's, it's, it's a great system to, to add on to any service that you're having. Okay, what about cockroaches? Well, yeah, I mean, they've made movies about these guys, right? <laughs> I mean, they're not going anywhere. But cockroaches predominantly are coming in for the same kind of reasons as a, as a, as an ant, right? And, but sometimes, like I was talking about the big box stores, we love shopping big box stores, right? Well, they'll get ingested into the glue, and then they'll lay their egg encapsulations in there. And when they the eggs hatch, you'll start to see the nymphs and the, and the smaller cockroaches come out into your house. And that's why. So I always tell people, if I see them shopping at, you know, at a big box store, or they're doing a renovation and they've got all this, these boxes in their house, get rid of the boxes. Put stuff in Tupperware. Eliminate part cardboard, of the problem. Cardboard get rid of the cardboard. Uh, cardboard's one of the problems for getting them inside. Uh, and, and rotating your, your, your stuff that's in your kitchen cabinets. Get rid of the stuff that's been sitting there for the last four years that you thought your kids were going to eat, but they're not going to eat. <laughs> oh, God. That's my house. I'll, I'll tell you what. There's so many times where I'm like, we've got to get all this stuff out. It has been sitting there forever. We could probably take... Two thirds of what's in this, uh, you know, not the cabinets, but the uh, pantry. Yeah, and, I mean, and with young kids and pets, I mean, this is another problem. Pets, right? You know, the pet food, we leave it out, right? Because at first, our vet says, hey, just feed them twice a day, right? Feed them half a cup. Well, we end up saying, oh, I'm busy in my life. I filled the whole thing up, or I've got an automatic feeder. Well, that sits out all day long. Guess what? There's a pet door right there, too, and the dog's going in and out, in and out. Roach is going to come in and out, in and out as well. Well, you talk about the kids, you know, and I'm right in the middle of that. I mean, you go in the pantry, and 
you know, something has just been pulled out of a wrapper just sitting there, you know, the, the food is just sitting out, you know, it's probably been there for six months and you haven't even seen it. Yeah. So, I mean, th- there's no doubt. I'm sure the insects in general are loving that. Yeah, loving We're very house. fortunate here in the South to have all these pests. <laughs> Aren't what we? about the different kinds of spiders? Because I know that you are the spider man, buddy, with that spider on top of your building. There's different types of spiders and some are dangerous, right? Yeah, Parker for a last name kind of gets you stuck with <laughs> that spider go, mentality. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no, you know, spiders, you know, Spiders for us, you know, what our routine service, we have this pole that we call a, um, a D-Weber. And it, it goes up a couple floors. Not crazy. It's our technicians, when they go around your home, we call our technicians pest management professionals. So, But when they go out around your home, we're going to D-Web the house. And so all we're doing is really going around your eaves and your, and your windows and your lights and taking down those, those webs. Because the spiders are actually there eating your other bugs. But if we can eliminate the spider and eliminate the bugs at the same time, then we're going to make your house a whole lot healthier, right? Well, I've always heard people say, well, if you see a spider once in a while, don't kill it because it eats all the bugs. It does. Yeah. But I don't know if that's a good idea. But you get to too get... many spiders and then you know, and it, it depends becomes a what problem. Kind of spider, it right? depends yeah. on what kind of spider, right? It depends on what kind of spider. We do have some very dangerous spiders here, too. The brown recluse is a, is a major problem and the black widow here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting in and out of your crawl space, before you do, Shine a light up and look up because they're usually right there in that door when you're about to crawl in there. Wow! You know there is a new spider that is not is not from Georgia that uh, I noticed last summer on golf courses and even at my house, and they will put together a wicked web that is just enormous. I'm sure you know what that uh, spider is. Juro spider, right? Yeah, and they are really dominated coming in, and I would say our our northeast metroplex of Atlanta. Uh, just coming in in droves, and we had a lot of phone calls on them. But again, it's a it's a it's a non you know a non native spider that's been brought into you know as as well as like the stink bug. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows about stink bugs here in Georgia now, and that wasn't here that long ago. But again, it was brought in. It was a non native, and it came in through our our trucking and transportation system here in Georgia with all of our trains. It worked its way down. Same kind of thing. We're getting more and more. Uh, pests because of how international our, we are as a, as a country and as people. And we're bringing them back from other, other places. And, and so, they are crazy. Those those webs are yeah, insane. What, so what is it? I mean, can those bugs, I mean, or spiders, can they can they hurt you? Can they, I mean, what what's the deal? What, what, you know, I, I our know. job is just to try to eliminate them and doing a lot more of the de-webbing in that instance uh, for those. But, you know, they're going to they're gonna come in and come in it, it it's well it's it's, a, it's uncomfortable it's a, it's a, when you walk into yes, one of those webs. Yes, I can tell you that. Yeah. I mean, they are yeah. the biggest spider web by a mile that yeah. I've ever seen in my yeah. life. I can't believe how quickly they they put it those things take together. Long. No, yep. not at all. But you know, our routine service and our spider service, and you're seeing them. You know, our metro area we have lots of marinas, right? And people are on the water, and you're starting to see spiders like crazy on marinas. And when people go out to the to the lake. They want to enjoy themselves. The last thing they want to do is walk through a web before they get on their boat, right? And it's not a know, good feeling. It's not a good feeling, <laughs> and because then you feel like it's on you all the time afterwards. Yes, there. You so do. absolutely. Um, what about uh, and, and, and and off the bugs here? But you know the the wildlife stuff. I mean, mice, rats. I mean, let's yeah. start with that. Yeah, um, here in Georgia, we've got <laughs> multiple types of uh, rodents. Uh, we've got our our rats, 
our Norways and our reef rats, and then our mice. And in, in the metro area of Georgia and everywhere in the south, we're growing, right? We're going to continue to grow. And as we grow, we're displacing some other wildlife that's out there. You know, our foxes are in squirrels and, and bats and flying squirrels. And so we're doing so much growth that we're displacing these, these animals. And what happens is they end up needing a place to go and they end up in our attics, right? We'll have a raccoon or we'll have squirrels and flying squirrels. And so our team gets plenty of these calls uh, and we, we're routinely going in and out of people's attics and finding these and, and solving ways to, to, to pest proof your home or wildlife your home as well. You know, sealing off all your eaves, sealing off any of your crawl spaces, and you know it's a problem. And things have changed. Years ago, we all kind of knew what we were doing with wildlife, right? Every homeowner did, and you had the time to do it. But we don't have time, yeah. right? People don't have time or the expertise anymore. Expertise, about- and you know, some people just they don't want to deal with. They don't want to deal with it. But the way, I mean, you don't. They don't want to pick up that rat or that. And that, you, that there mouse. are plenty of viruses that rats carry, right? I mean, they're very persistent. Those rats. It's hard to get rid of rats, isn't it? They can find some more ways to get in the dog on the house, can't they? Or yeah, the a rat. Or a rat what? can get through the size of a quarter, and a mouse can get through the size of a dime. So if they can get their head through something, they can get in. So we're we're constantly looking every time we're out, even on our routine pest control service. We're gonna we're gonna let you know. Hey, we noticed that you have this small hole here. This is what we need to do. We can we can enclose that hole for you, so you're not gonna have that problem. It's gonna be an it's gonna be an art though finding those holes and crevices and things that <laughs> small that are so easy to overlook or covered up by vegetation or whatever. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting, you know. Our team is trained. Like we said, every Wednesday we go through training, and, and we talk about everything during different periods of time. Like right now our team's learning a whole lot more on mosquitoes and, and termites because that's the season, right? And then we'll rotate in the fall and winter and, and train our team more up on different things to do for wildlife and for rodents and squirrels so that they all know every part of the business. Uh, it's really good for our team to be universal because you never know what you're going to run into out there. Are chipmunks the problem? Chipmunks are a problem, and man, we have uh, we have a, a, a big tournament coming up here in the South, right? And people love to watch it on TV, and that the it's really green, and everybody thinks that they can make their yard j- look just like the golf course down the street, but they can't. It's just got to be synthetic, and they got to make it look great. It's got to be <laughs> synthetic, right? Or these, and, and what happens is these chipmunks and moles get in there and wreak havoc. And over the years, we've done a ton of mole work, but we've got this great new thing that we do. We actually can put the moles and chipmunks to sleep without utilizing any product. Uh, We have this device where we actually can stick a tube down into the ground with CO2, and we basically put them to, to sleep. And it has a gassing agent that comes up just so we can see the gas, so we can go around and close all the other holes. And so we do this on an annual basis for people that have beautiful lawns or they're having a, a major rodent problem, too. We've actually used the product in some very large commercial establishments in the met- inside the city that have a major rodent problem. And we do it quarterly to eliminate the, the rats as well. And it's a, it's a very humane way of eliminating. We just let them go to sleep underground. Unbelievable. I haven't yeah. heard of that one. Yeah, it's, it's really, really something new that's come onto the market and our team loves it and our customers love it because if we can eliminate the problem without utilizing a product 
it goes a long way, you know, environmentally friendly. And at the same time, we're not putting some of these traps in your yard that look like the scariest things you've ever seen, like something you watched from the Vikings, right? And you got to keep looking at them. And you got to keep looking at them. And people are like, oh, they've got a problem in their yard. (laughs) You know, and we can come in and literally put everybody to sleep underground and your yard will look great. Hey, Dan, haven't you got a squirrel story or something? Mm -hmm. Well, I do have a squirrel story. I'll I'll tell this before we get to break. But yeah, I I mean, it's it's insane. I mean, this goes also to this. My mother's nose, too, as well. This story is crazy. But, you know, she came in my my bedroom this was years ago she's like what's that what's that what's, what's that smell oh my god and i'm like Man, i don't know what she's talking about my, my mom's always had this nose you know like a bloodhound and I, I i just didn't recognize anything about two or three days later i started getting these huge flies in my bedroom and uh then you can start to you know then the smell comes and anyways i had a squirrel up top thank god i found the dead squirrel up in the attic but man i mean just just crazy um just crazy with how those those to the day i have never seen the size of those flies that were in my bedroom had never seen those in georgia but it's like they knew before i could even smell it myself those those flies were already in there so I mean, it, it's just, yeah, so, is that a normal story? Yeah, it's 100% normal. And it was really normal in the last few years as so many more people are working from home. You know, it used to be like, oh, I hear something upstairs. I can't be. It must be on the roof. Oh, honey, take care of that. Oh, honey, take care of that. And it just always got passed down and never you never took care of your home because you weren't there. You were at work. Well, now so many of us work from home, like a lot of us do. And you hear that, and you're on a conference call or something, and you you're hear like, chewing on that you wood, hear right? something, and you're like, it's still there. And so now it's not like out of, out of sight, out of mind. It's there because you're there every day working from home. And so over the last few years, we've had so many more calls on this where people are like, there's something in my attic. I don't know what it is. Or it's gotten to the point of your case where, hey, I know something's there because I've got these massive flies and the flies are there because that's the second thing that comes in, right? You know, they'll they'll eat off the dead carcass that's in the attic. And, you know, it can even lead from honeybees. People are like, oh, we had bees, but they just came and they left. Well, they didn't leave. They were in your walls the whole time. Or if you did eliminate them with something not appropriate, guess what? They left their honeycomb and they left all the honey and now you have an ant problem. <laughs> you know, So if you don't take care of this, the problem immediately, you could have a second problem or a third problem. And that's, well, that's again, what happens. Well, yeah, those, those, those squirrels, they're chewing on your wood. I mean, they chew through a wire, they start a fire. Yes, they do. You know, who knows what and they might do. Our wiring these days is with soy, right? So a lot of the wiring harnesses in cars are wrapped with soy-based, uh, soy-based wiring. And the rodents have figured this out, and they love the taste of it. So guess what? When you see a car that's broken down and it's on fire, you know it could be due to being chewed away from a rodent. And same thing can go in your house. And a lot of the wiring harnesses and, and wires are soy-based wiring. Duh. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, so yeah, it's another problem. You don't want your home to burn down. No, no. you gotta, you got to get on top of it. Dan, uh, what about those wasps and yellow jackets? You ever been stung by them? That's a real know, picnic. I don't get too much, but man, my wife has gotten stung in the bathroom right when we moved in the house. She got stung twice. It looked like a vampire got her right right away. I've been my my kids. I've had one of my my sons been bit several times. So um, that's no fun. 
No, wasp, uh, you know, we're about to start seeing wasp out in the spring as well. We'll see them a couple of times during the year, early and then late. Here we have a lot of dirt daubers is what people have called them, right? The big little bee, right? And they're not going to cause you a problem. They're not going to really sting you. But they are going to cause a lot of problem to your home. And especially homes that we've seen built in, from the 80s, right? And the 80 homes are all, all wood structure homes with wood siding. And they're going to get into that siding. And they're going to nest in there and leave their egg encapsulation in there. And they're just going to come back the next year. And, and they're going to continue to do that. So what we can do for you, we can get in there and treat those, those voids that they've caused. And then the best thing to do is to seal it up afterwards. Put some putty on it and paint it. You know, and the best thing is close those voids. But yeah, the bees, stinging insects, they're becoming a massive problem. And there's a lot of people that are allergic to those stings. Do we have a lot of scorpions there? Not really. Uh, scorpions, uh, more something you would see in like the Midwest. Um, or out but in you Arizona. W- but we, we have come across some homes that have massive scorpion problems. You'll, we've seen them in uh, our northern region, uh, towards more like the, our Chattanooga mm-hmm. office uh, in the mountains. Sometimes you'll see them in that area. Yeah. You know, we had scorpions at our house too when we first really? came in. Yeah. Yeah. We had, I'd never seen that in Georgia. Yeah. And they're I, not as prevalent, but they're here. And I, and you know, I, quite frankly, I haven't seen it since, but it was, yeah. uh, it was almost stunning to me. And we had it, I mean, I live on a mountain and it's, it's pretty high up where our, our bathroom is. You got a scorpion all the way up on the top floor. I mean, if you look, it's almost four stories on a normal house from where it's at. And somehow a scorpion gets all the way up in uh, into that bathroom. You just wonder how that how tiny little that cracks and crevices, right? Yeah, it's crazy. They can travel, man. They can travel those. Bugs. But again, they're looking for that water. You know, Absolutely. that's why they were there in that bathroom. <laughs> that's right. Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to uh, Court and Natalie from Bug Busters here on the All Four Seasons Home Show. We'll be back right after this break with more tips and advice from them. So don't go away. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos, and we just want to remind you we're also simulcast. We're not only on Extra 106.3 FM, but also on 1230 AM. So if you're in an area where maybe the signal's not as clear as you'd like it to be, uh, 1230 AM kind of fills those voids, you know? Absolutely. Whatever way you can... Tune in to listen. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we want to welcome back our guests here, uh, Court and Natalie from Bug Busters. And they, it's just been a great show. We're going into our last segment. And uh, 
want to talk about, um, I think everybody's nemesis, Dan, mosquitoes. Yeah, we, have, we just have barely scratched the surface on mosquitoes. Oh, man. We'll talk, <laughs> yeah, talk a little bit about uh, Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's scratch that itch. Yeah, uh-huh. man. Yeah. I can't okay. stand mosquitoes. I don't think anybody likes mosquitoes. No. I mean, you got a problem. You, you got like a problem. Mosquitoes. Uh, if you <laughs> like mosquitoes, all right, you're in the right state for that. But <laughs> yes, uh, you know, we fight the bite, right? Let's get rid of the mosquitoes. And, you know, mosquitoes are not just a nuisance pest, right? They are a disease carrying pest. I mean, some people kind of remember we've had West Nile here in Atlanta and the metro of Georgia and the Southeast has had West Nile. We've had chicken dengue fever. We've had um, a multitude of different diseases brought to us because of mosquitoes. Uh, and so that's it's very important to have a proactive approach for your home, your business, your community, your HOA, your city, your county should all be part of a mosquito problem and an abatement system and you know one of the things that people you don't want to do is have kind of that standing water right i mean that's what yeah. really attracts these things they're laying their eggs and you're 100 bird baths bird baths yeah. right artwork but you know what's <laughs> funny i live on a mountain and you know there's no water that sits anywhere i mean it just can't and i still get mosquitoes for two or three months out of the year yeah, so our mosquito problems uh, are are routinely here in Georgia and the southeast. We'll start seeing them coming in in March and running all the way through October. So that's a pretty large season. And a mosquito, you know, you can have over a thousand mosquito larvae in just the top of a water bottle top, and that's not much water. Wow. So it doesn't really seem like you're thinking, oh, standing water. I've got you this. Sit on a big leaf. Yes, mm-hmm. you're exactly right. You do on a leaf. Yeah, magnolia well, trees, right? Those I mean, big old leaves. Children's What's the toys? lifespan of these mosquitoes? A, I mean, if you were to kill them, I mean, how, about how long does a mosquito? It's a quick lifespan. Yeah. Uh, you know, 27 to 30, 30 days, the lifespan, the cycle, but they're producing constantly. Right. They're going to grow, right? And they're going to continue. So the next ones are coming in and the next ones are coming. Do they have any ecological benefit, mosquitoes? I mean... I haven't quite found that yet. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder what do they... I mean... Where, where are they at in the in the chain here where they're of any benefit? I mean, what, what eats mosquitoes? Well, Spiders? Yeah, yeah. Other, other pests do eat it. Um, but, you know, we continue to see it here in the southeast as a problem with people like, you know, they have a really great landscaping. They've got these beautiful bushes that retain water. Uh, they put in sprinkler systems that constantly are putting out water. We have, a, at times, we do have a dry spells in the south, but we have had a lot of rain lately, and they puddle up. Yeah. Boat covers, kids' toys, uh, swimming pools that you didn't clean up, or, or even just trash, right? I mean, you do have some homes in some communities where the people just aren't taking care of them, right? Tires. Or you have former offices that were just not being taken care of and you end up having these tires laying around or you have and that could roots. be your neighbor right it could so be your, your neighbor. neighbor does it and yeah. they're, they're coming over to your a mosquito can travel up to three miles and that's not even on a windy day right and so and i understand the only mosquitoes that bite are the females right the males don't bite it seems that way females yeah. seem to always bite us don't they <laughs> yeah i understand uh listen i'll say the mosquitoes here real quickly you get many snakes around Georgia. We do. I mean, we have copperheads, right? I mean, and, and there's creeks and rivers and streams everywhere. And as we continue to grow as a community and continue to go out into the areas where once were woods, right? I mean, 
the southeast is beautiful. We have beautiful trees and, and we have beautiful land everywhere. But as we continue to go into those areas, we're displacing snakes. And one of the major problems why we end up having snakes in some of these communities that are overgrown, you have a rodent problem. Guess what? You have chipmunks, you have moles and voles, or you may have rats and mice. And the snakes are coming there because they've got something to eat and they're coming for those rodents. So you end up having a snake because of that. But there are some snakes that you want to keep. You want to keep that garden snake. You want to keep that black snake. The rat snake, the garden snake, the black snake. Those are good snakes. Don't eliminate those. We don't want to. But if we need to move them for you into a different area, we can. We will try to do that as well. But you want to keep those. But the copperheads, those are scary, right? Water moccasins, super scary. But we there, have coral snakes here. No, not that I know of. No. But there's a lot of species of snakes, and uh, I get text messages all the time of "I found this," and I'm like, "No, that's a good one." <laughs> And, and it's pretty interesting. But our team is trained in it. We remove them from your basements, your crawl space. What about lizards, types of lizards? Lizards are fine. They, yeah. you know, but they're going to continue to make a mess. Yeah. yeah. yeah, And they're eating other pests as well. Yeah. You know, another thing. I know if you've got a, uh, a problem with wildlife coming into your house, you know, I, I'm assuming you guys are sealing the house up. You know, that's a service that you have besides just getting rid of the immediate problem is making sure they don't come back. I can tell you with my squirrels. I had them for like five straight years. They came back yeah. the same time every year, and they had their babies, I guess. Exactly. So first off, we can't just go excluded right away because guess what? They're going to end up staying in there. Their babies are going to stay inside your home. So we've got to first eliminate the problem. We've got to make a way for them to get out, or we catch them, or we remove them, right? Then we come back in, and we do the exclusion to your home. We'll go around your roof lines and put in new soffit lines and we'll we'll work around your crawl space and we'll find those areas and enclose them. And we call that an exclusion. And yeah, yeah. and it's super yeah. important. And a lot of our homes in our area are starting to age and the amount of weather changes that we have. Yeah. Just the littlest tiny holes can cause problems. Okay. Well, we're right. At, we're at the end of the show already. Unbelievable. Well, we're going to invite you back again. Will you come back later in the year? I would love to come back because this is Bugbusters. We are who you're going to call. That's right. Now you have a special for our, our all four seasons home show audience, right? You wanted to share? Yes. So reach out to us through our website at bugbustersusa.com or find us on our Instagram, our Facebook, our TikTok. Or just call us on our phone number at 770-517-0200. And we have a, uh, a, a listener discount of 25% off our mosquito service that is uh, March through October. So give us a ring or find us through our, our website, and we will uh, extend this offer to all the listeners out there. Well, thank you, Natalie Wolf. Thank you, Court Parker. Thank you, Dan Watkins, for sponsoring the All Four Seasons Home Show, folks. We're here every Saturday morning at 9. Don't forget to tune in. Have a great week. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 